What up, world? It's your boy Rio. And your boy E Fights. And this is the Tinted Reality Show. Let's, Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we back at the Map Tinted Reality Show. We're back like we never left. Y'all already know what the vibe says. Get at us on Spotify, Stitcher, Our Radio, Apple Podcasts, any and everywhere you get your podcast. Come on this journey with us and let's talk to the good folks, man. What's up, Mr. Rio? What's good, sir? What's happening with you, baby? Hey, I had a snow day today, so I got different vibes right now. I got different energy. Ain't nothing like a day off in the middle of the week. You know what I mean? Yeah, my energy was good. Uh, you a little low, Rio, on your on your on your audios. I know you think you I, I know you think you got a Yeti right now, but <laughs> it ain't a Yeti, B. <laughs> you were saying I'm sorry? No, nah, I was saying that uh, you know, you reminded me that you had that off day and you know i was kind of jealous i ain't gonna lie low-key low-key jealous it wasn't even low-key no hockey what hey it's all good i gotta go uh get back to the grind tomorrow so they can clear the roads on a brother i was in my in my fifth meeting of the day when you texted me i was like Mm, I knew you. I knew he must have been working, man. Ladies and gentlemen, that 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 wonderful voice, that wonderful laughter that you hear in the background, man. It's the man that needs no introduction whatsoever. The man, the myth, and legend yeah. himself. Welcome, Mr. Jeremy Mays, back to the show. What's up, brother? What's up, baby? Y'all feel the vibes, man. What's good? Oh, we done upgraded. We done upgraded, baby. We done upgraded <laughs> over here. I, I see you. Let's go. We out here in these streets, man. We try to do big things, man. Big things, man. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. I like it. I like it. Always good to yeah, catch up with baby. you, sir. Yeah, man. It's good to catch up with greatness, baby. Two phenomenal men doing some big things for us, man. So it's always my honor, man. My pleasure to be able to. To, to bounce some great you know, ideas and positivity and just energy that we get to speak into the air, baby. It makes some people feel our vibe, see what's going on, see things through a different tint of reality. Oh, come on, man. You know, it's always a pleasure to have you on the on the airwaves, man. We we aim to be great stewards of your time as always, man. And so let's jump right into it, man. And of course, we always shoot from the hip here to tent reality show for all of our new guests out there, our new listeners, man. So I'm gonna hit y'all with something that kind of hit me today because I caught I, I caught myself drifting into the uh, the abyss of television. All right, late last evening. So far, feel me now, feel me. I was sitting there looking. You know, I, I don't watch a lot of trash TV. You know, I ain't got time for that. But there I was, no lie. I was scrolling. I got up on one of them high wise joints, right? And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I turned again. It was another joint. I was like. I look up, I had cranked out about two and a half of them things, man, until I realized, I'm like, man, what am I consuming right now? You know what I mean? Yeah. I can see, and this is completely left field. I hit both of y'all with this. This is new. So, I, and I wanted to say this, and I saved this for the show intentionally, man. How important is it, the the content in which we consume, and you know, that we we place our time, what we give our mental bandwidth to? Like, because I, I feel, I felt like, I almost felt like, 
muddy after that. I'm like, man, what if what the hell I was just watching? Like I wasted two hours of my life where I could have been more productive, right? But I was I was in the trash TV, man. What do y'all think about that? I'm gonna let our distinguished guest go first. Yeah. Oh man, I appreciate it. Man, you know what I got <laughs> it's funny you ask. You know, so I've been reading, uh, I've been listening to David Goggins' new 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 book. You know, oh, shout out to David Goggins. Yeah, dude's amazing. If you want to get cussed out, you get that book. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, so one of the things that I it is trash TV, man. And so I, I man, I've learned, man, and I've done this myself. I started listening to a lot of since we started doing podcasts, I listen to podcasts now, right? Like, I wasn't really a big podcast person, so y'all invited me on this, and I started listening. Like, this is dope. And, you know, the moment I started listening, like, even when I was on the Peloton, I would just listen to books, mm. Audible, you know, podcasts, or whatever, to keep my brain going. And I'm going to say this sounds very bad, but I, I really tell my wife, man, like, I don't think I'd be a lot smarter, man. Because <laughs> I say stuff that I'm like, where did that come from? Right, yeah. you know, it's, it's like uh, that movie Limitless, right? And you uh, can remember all this stuff because there's so much, I'm, and I'm listening to so much content. Now, all of a sudden, the right content, my brain is taken down, my energy's different, right? Ooh. But when you watch that trash TV, bro, that sucks the life out of you, right? And um, I'm gonna hit you with a concept that that uh, I've, I've learned, I've studied, I've just taught. Okay, it's called uh. It's from the book of Ted. It's called the Empowerment Dynamic. And see, when I think of trash TV, I think of the dreaded, it's called the dreaded drama triangle. And mm. there's always a victim. There's always a persecutor. There's always an issue. Mm. And then there's always a rescuer. Somebody's, oh, so sorry, fikes. Right? And then we do the same thing over and over and over again. Right? And uh, we go, in that, and that's what life's about. That's what our people, that's what our generation does. Like, we woe is me, people. Mm. Oh, woe is me. You know, um, and if you listen to that video, and I promise I'm gonna stop going, I'm like, like I said, I'm amped up. There's that video of that gentleman that said, and there's a couple people that said that, man, you know, um, tough times make soft people, right? Mm. Soft people make hard times. Hard times make hard people. And that cycle goes on. Mm. And so what's happening is right now, is when you listen to that trash stuff, man, you become soft. Because you think that's what reality really is. Your, your tent is, is off, right? And you start believing in, and paying attention to that nonsense, right? And so when we, when we consume the right stuff, right? And I'm going to tell you, I had a situation in my job last week that made me say, man, I'm done, right? But first I heard David Goggins going off and cussing me out in my, in my head. Like, <laughs> you soft, brother. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you right, boss. I'm on my ten and twos. I'm up, baby. I'm up. Uh, but then the second part of that, that book that I read, um, it's called The Empowerment Dynamics. It's talking about being a creator of what you want, right? And so you have a creator. You have a challenge. Instead of it being a victim and then a, a persecutor saying, I'm a creator, I have a challenge, and then I have a coach. And I say, hey, Rio, this is what I'm going through. Rio says, I heard that. Let's roll. This is what we're going to do. Not, hey, Jeremy, I feel bad for you. But see, we like... The reason why we like that dreaded drama triangle is because it's it's easy. Mm-hmm. And we like to gossip. Everybody likes to gossip and tell the gossipy stories because those are juicy, they're fun. But the hard stories, man, people don't like them hard stories, right? Because it makes you second guess yourself and make you say, dang, am I good? Yeah, yeah. God, I'm not tough like that. And you start feeling guilty and sympathy about yourself. So you don't like that stuff. 
but we like the the, the trash TV stuff because we can relate. I'm like, yeah, I can be lazy. Yeah, I can do that. And that's what happens with that, man. So that also, that's what trash also TV helps you feel like, oh, I'm, my life is not as bad as them. Yes, mm. yes, yeah, it enables you, man. It you- enables you. You, you you said a definite mouthful, man. Because I, when I when I was when I was thinking about it before I even brought it up on the show, I was sitting there pondering. And I was like, man, like how often do we do that in life? You know what I mean? Yes. Not necessarily with a with a television show, but we are what we consume. Whether it's whether it's in our diet, whether it's in our like you said, you know, audibly, like you're listening to uh, podcasts, you're listening to uh, books on tape type of deal. Like we are what we consume. So when you say that. You know, it it manifests itself in our subconscious, right? So when you say, like, I feel like I'm smarter right now, it's because you're feeding that internal being, right? You're giving that that that, yes. that inner J something to work with, man. And so when when people, when you see people out there flashing, doing all the other good stuff, I guarantee you, like, you see anybody just buck naked, acting wild out there in them streets, man, I guarantee you, you peel back the onion, Look at what they consume on a daily basis, man. It's gonna, it's gonna tell a lot, you know. Yeah, yeah, no like doubt. Man. Said, we, sometimes we like delivering our misery. Mm. You know, yes, and, like because it's easy. It's easier to feel sorry for yourself than to lift yourself up and pull yourself out of your situation. Mm. We used to the misery. We're not used to the solutions. Mm-hmm. So you gotta change the thought process and understand. Instead of saying. Well, this is where I am. This, this is where yeah. I should be. Mm. Let's get to where I should be. And if I'm thinking about where I should be every day, that's going to help me climb out of where I am. Mm. And then the second thing is trash TV is just like the people you hang around. Yeah. If you're around trash yeah. People, yeah. People, that, people that keep drama, keep people. Come that, on. You know what I'm saying? That same type of vibe. Come on. That's where you're going to be until Come you on. upgrade your surroundings. Whether that's TV, whether that's in person, you know what I'm saying? Whether that's who you're dealing with online. Yeah. Then you're going to be in your situation. Because you're going to let the voice of others bring you to their level instead yeah. of elevating yourself and then elevating those around you. Oh, that's good. That's so good. That, uh, that's so- that, damn, I don't even know how to respond to that, man. I, I, I want to get, I, I want to treat it like poetry and give it some snaps or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, 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 I'm with you, baby. Give I, some snaps, man. I, I want to give them some hey. snaps or something for that joint, man. I, I think it's so, so, and I, I offer that, I'll, I'll pose another question. Like, how do we, how can we, I'm, and I'm, I'm asking uh, Mr. Mr. Jerry Mays, you know, motivation extraordinaire, life coach, uh, you know, he got that, that motivation in his DNA. Like, how do we inspire people who like to wallow in that 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 self pity or that moment or that time frame in their life? How do we get them to uh, you know want to get out of that? How do how do we change that? That the consumption equals reality, right? You know what I mean? Because it does. You are what you eat. Yeah. You heard it when we were a kid, yeah. and that makes yes. sense. You eat junk food, you can be a junk performer. You know what I mean? So how do we change that? I mean, is it, yeah. is, can it be changed or does it have to be something internal in self that turns that switch on? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both, right? And so I mm-hmm. think, you know, to kind of answer your question and to st- pick off what, what uh, Rio said about comparison, the first problem is we got to realize that comparison is a thief of joy, right? So mm-hmm. you'll always be joyless if I'm comparing myself to somebody else, right? Yep. 
because I don't ever revel in what I'm actually doing good at. Right? Mm. So I'm too busy competing. Mm. Right? And and that's where that, you know, that ego and that fear lies in that, right? They they lie in that because I'm too busy competing and trying to just validate, I, man, I'm, I'm I'm good, man. So Fikes is good. Rio's good. You don't have to prepare yourselves to each other when we get caught up in that. And that's the first thing you got to help people realize is, dude, ain't no competition. You're your, you're your own competition. And then the second thing we got to do is say, hey, man, I'm not here to be your, your, you know, your, your life raft. I'm not here for your sympathy. I'm here to tell you to get your butt up yep. and let's roll. Like, I'm, not, I'm your coach that's going to push you because if you go, and I, I wish I could send and show you to you, but the dreaded drama triangle that victim person is at the bottom of that triangle for a reason. Mm. Because what they got to realize is that they are giving people power. People are looking down on you, whether you know it or not. They say, I got you. But they, 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 they look it down like, oh, yeah, this joke, I'm better than him. Right? Like, I'm better. They compare themselves like, oh, I'm better than this guy. Right? And so they got to see the realities that you are losing power every time you do that. And people are looking at you different for no reason. And you're allowing them to do that. And then you you comparing yourself to that for no, which, so you're creating your own misery. When the reality is, if you focus on what you focus on, on just you and your inner being, right, and what your goals are, and choose to do the right thing, the positive mindset about mm. it, and just say, "Hey, I, let's go." That's it. Like there's nothing else to it. There's there's nothing anybody can say besides you realizing I got to get up and change, right? And I'm gonna tell you the honest truth, man. I had the same moment two weeks about two three weeks ago. The first thing you got to do is take a pause, right? You got to take a pause. Life is busy and noisy. Mm. You got to take a pause back and reflect. And the key is you got to be able to take time to self-reflect and own your flaws. And I had to own some flaws of mine. Some things I was like, dang, I did that wrong. Dang, I shouldn't have said that, right? And, and I had to own that. And then I had to be, take time to refresh myself and say, all right, this is how I'm attacking. And come up with a different game plan and a strategy that adapted to my situation. What we forget is life is a puzzle, man. And our puzzle pieces aren't picked for us all the time. We got to pick and choose and we got to adapt. We got to pick a different piece sometimes to make it go. The mm. other thing we got to realize is that once we finally figure out the pieces of our puzzle, then we can start playing chess with our life and figure it out. But until we know our pieces of our puzzle, we can't play chess. We try to skip steps to be play chess and we don't even know our puzzle yet. We don't even know where we're at, what the picture is. We don't know what our vision is for ourselves yet, but we're trying to play chess with the legends. No. Come you got to take a step back, recycle, get your pitch, get your, put your puzzle together, and then let's go. Let's freaking go. Then we can focus on your goals, your vision, because the most powerful thing that people don't, it's, again, you talked about a fight, self self-conscious. If I have a vision, I have a goal, I can go get it. Mm. But half the time, people don't even know what their vision are. And then when they have the vision, they don't know how to put the plans and steps to go to get to go after that. So mm. then we fail. And then we don't want to try because it gets hard. Mm. Right? You got to sacrifice. And so as Kobe Bryant says, what's your 5 a.m.? That's my question to you. What's your 5 a.m.? All right? And if you ain't getting your butt up, don't complain. Don't whine. Don't cry. That's you. Shoot. Bikes, you up. Rio, you up. I'm up. 5 a.m. I was telling my team that today. They said, you up at 5 a.m.? I said, yes. Because if I don't get ahead of you, then I'm getting ran over. My day is getting ran over, and I have no control over my day. And then I feel like crap, right? And I feel like, let me watch this trash TV because I'm defeated because I didn't own my day today, right? 
And we got to own our day. That's on us to do that. What's your 5 a.m.? That's how you solve that. Bro, listen. Like, I know, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Rio. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, like my man Jeremy said, some of y'all out here with a table full of pieces with no box, no picture. You know what I'm saying? Nothing, Nothing to go off of. You're just trying to put the puzzle together. You praying to God for something, but you never said, hey, if God gives me this blessing, what steps will I take to walk in it? You just, we, you waiting for the whole thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to walk in your own plan and God will move in your life. Mm. You know? Yes. Just sitting and waiting, it ain't going to work. Stop being um, an Iron Man. Stop being a Captain America. Find you some Avengers. Find you some people that's going to pick you <laughs> up when you down. You know what I, I mean? I like that. You need yeah. a team, baby. Come on, You need a man. team to be successful. You might come What's up with the idea, but to push to push it across the finish line, you can't do it by yourself. Find you a team. Yeah, real faith without works is dead, right? Hey, yeah. straight up. That, hey, that's that's what it says, man. I, I would say this because I, I I live this in my household, or my son does. My son, he 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 got he's a very creative spirit, man. I love him to death. This guy, he his his mind, his imagination, man, is it, to be admired, right? It's to be commended and admired. So. He creates a, a rap song the other day, and I'm like, oh, man, that's, that's pretty cool. You know, got some bars in there, you know, yada, yada, yada. He's like, Dad, can I post it? I was like, well, it takes practice, son. You just can't just say, hey, the first thing that pops into your head, and then now you want the world to hear it. I was like, if, I said, you can do that. However, if you, if you really want to be serious about this creative process that you're going through, you know, it, it takes time. So he goes back, a week goes by, he creates another song. Dad, I'm about to post it. This is this is the best. I'm like, yo, that joint sound worse than the other one. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I ain't telling the kid that, but in my head is what I'm thinking. I'm like, yo, my man, listen again. Back to your point, Jay, is that you cannot skip steps in the process, man. I think we in, in today's society, everything is so in your face. You know, smartphones, YouTube, everybody is doing great and wonderful things and that's great but you're seeing the finished product of what you know of 10,000 hours of of practice yes you see the end state that's what they're showing you and so I had to kind of break that down to him I said son you see that guy playing like he was he takes guitar lessons in school that's part one of his classes and I'm like yeah that's cool so he's playing this song the other day and it's just don't think don't think don't think can I post it dad I'm like dog you ain't playing nothing I said you can't, you can't you can't go to one or two classes when you when you're in the process of learning the basics and then you want to post this like you're Lenny Kravitz. Bro, you have to you have to go through the, the process. And I'm saying everybody that you see on that television, I said, son, they didn't pick the guard, guitar up that morning and start playing that. They have years. Everybody yeah. has years. And that goes to even in, in in our daily lives when people say, Oh, he got it together, he got it together. You seeing the end product of that individual, uh, and that that person is still in their journey. You're not seeing what God has put them through or what they've been through, not necessarily. You know what I mean? He has yeah. to realize that people don't post their practices. Mm-mm. No, they post game film. Yes, sir. Well, yes, sir. Rio, ready. you can't post that film, baby. Hey, hey, tent reality show. Hey, Woo-hoo! if you listen to it for the last three years, we've been posting our practices, baby. <laughs> we want you to see us grow. We want you to see this thing, how it started in its infancy, 
to, to a great and imaginative show, man, with great guests like Mr. Jeremy Mays. We want y'all to see this. So we're posting the process right now. So y'all bear with us, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what, what I will say, though, is that uh, to your point, uh, is that, um, man, there's another, I hate to talk about Kobe again, but a long, long story short, there's a, there was a Nike executive, this is, this is like 2007, when Kobe was top of the game. And he was invited out there to watch um, L.A. practice. Uh, and and, and um, Kobe was at a camp. I'll take it back to the summer. Kobe was at a camp. And, uh, you know, and he said, hey, man, I heard about your, your work at your practice and stuff like that. And he's like, you know, can I watch you? And he said, yeah, yeah, you, you can. And he says, hey, meet me at 4 a.m. You know, he says at 4. And so the guy is looking at him, you know, he's thinking like 4 p.m. He's like, dude, I don't see no 4 p.m. Available, and he looks and, he, and Kobe just winks at him. He said, oh, "Okay, four a.m. Got it, right?" So he's like, "Man, so you know, I'm like, I'm gonna impress Kobe Bryant. I'm gonna get there about three thirty. I'm gonna be ready to go." So he said, "Man, I get out there. It's dark, pitch dark. It's three thirty. I get out. I look at the gym, and I'm like, there's some lights on." <laughs> I start walking in, and I hear the ball bounce, and he said, "Man, I go in. I see Kobe just working, working." And he said, man, I see this dude, so he said, blew my mind, this dude doing some basic fundamental stuff that I teach my middle school kids and high school kids. And he said, I just see Kobe just doing the basics and the basics and over and over. And his mm-hmm. trainer comes in after two hours and doing the basics. And he said, man, it just blew my mind. He said, I was just like, what? what is up with this guy? This guy supposed to be the greatest guy in the world. Why is he doing that? And then Kobe said, he says, hey, Kobe, it's been bothering me. Why did you do that? He said, why do you think I'm the best player in the world? He said, everybody's talking about these other fancy stuff and trying to go these other, you know, fancy dribbles and all that stuff. He said, but they can't do the basics yet. And mm-hmm. so to your point, it's all about the basics, man. And that's actually what I was teaching my team today is that, man, it doesn't matter how creative and artsy you are. Mm-hmm. If you have no foundation, man, it's like Jenga. If you have no foundation, bro, it's going to fall, yes. right? If it ain't sturdy, it's going to fall. Just like our, our, our futures and our careers and our ambitions, they will fall without any foundation. You can take a risk. You can try to grow it, but you still got to have a foundation, a vision to fall back on. And here's what I think people miss more than anything else. That's why I told my team. You got to have a vision, goals, but you also have some values that you can tie everything to. Because if you do things outside of your values, what you believe, what your vision is, you're always wrong. Yep. But if you do things within that, like, then, then you'll never be wrong, and you always have a north star to point to. So when it's dark, I'm still pointing towards my vision, my goals, my my values. I'm gonna get there. Come but on. if you don't have any of that, we ain't gonna get there. And that's what happens, right? And we skip. We want to cheat the process. Greatness is not something that's that that you can cheat. Nope. You can have a flash. You can be a flash. Yep. But then that, that's how you are. But Kobe Bryant was great for many many years. You know, you can argue whether it's greatest or not. What's not art, what's not debatable is his mentality and his work ethic. That is not debatable. Bro, you said That's a mouthful. I, I, was yes. that real? I, I didn't hear you, Rio. I said, That's consistency in being who you are, good or bad. Oh, yeah, for sure. Kobe, Kobe was willing to look in the mirror and not look past the dude in the mirror, look at the dude in the mirror and say, Oh, I have these flaws and I need to work on them. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now you say that to my my young soldiers, man, when they uh 
find themselves in a in a position in the army, man, where where they they dealing with some UC, UMC, UCMJ actions or something like that because they did some foul, bro, or that I don't like this this leader or this this NCO or this commander. And I used to be like, yo, man, what what did you do? What's your foundation like, right? Because yeah. you have to remember that it's going to be ebbs and flows. That's what life does, right? And that's what any situation you find yourself does, man. While you're in your process, while you're in your journey, it's going to ebb and flow. I said, uh, and I used to always tell him, I said, you got to remember your reason. Why are you here? Why are you doing this? I said, because if at the end of the day, when you're tired, you're sleepy, you're hungry, you're frustrated, you've been put through the ringer, you've been rolled hard and put away wet, you have to have some values to hang your hat on. Yeah. No, and the values come with your foundation. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't have nothing to hang your hat on, you're gonna find yourself putting your hat on different kind of hooks and trying to see what fits to make you feel better. And that make that thing come back full circle. And that's when you find yourself watching trash television. <laughs> oh, I, like, I like how you did that. I like how you did that, Mike. <laughs> but it's true. It's so true, man. Uh and I think the title of this show will be called Limitless. I like when you started the uh when you started it, when you first started talking, when you jumped on, when you said that, because when you feed your mind, your body, your spirit, these wonderful things and these things that nurture it and, and they, they help you build your values, help you build your foundation, right? When you feed that spirit like that, it's gonna it's gonna pay you back tenfold. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna do that. Look at a world class athlete. They're not they're not at McDonald's, bro. You don't catch them in drive throughs, B. You don't. You just don't. Because if they want their body to be at peak performance, they got to feed it certain things. And they, and we know this, you know what I mean? Every scientist, biologist, whatever you name it, know, we know this up, up front. The same thing goes You got to feed your mind. You got to continuously do that on a daily basis in order to feed and nurture it to get you where you want to be. So whenever you find yourself and your stuff is off kilter, take inventory of life. Look around you and see what you're consuming yourself with. You'll see. You'll yeah. find your problem real quick. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Nope. Mm, my bad. I had to, had to sip right there. My bad, gentlemen. I no, felt like I, good, I'm, just, I'm, I, I'm just dwelling on your thoughts over here. Hey, man. I felt like I said a mouthful. My bad. Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, baby, 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 Fikes hype too, baby. I like it. Nah, man. Hey, Jay, Jay always got that energy, man. I, and I appreciate you again for jumping on in such short notice because. I, I really admire and, and, and value the content that you add to the show whenever we have you on, man, because I know for our audience, you know, they get so used to hearing me in Rio and we I feel we have great ideas, you know what I'm saying? But I'm in the vacuum and I know we have great content, but I'm in the vacuum. You know what I mean? So when we reach outside of the vacuum and we start to get great voices like yourself and uh, Jeff Robinson and others, man, when you brothers come in and contribute, to that thought process, to that that Wakanda, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and baby. It, it makes that content much more valuable and it brings it home, man. So I really do appreciate you jumping on with us, dog. No doubt, baby. No doubt, baby. I, I love it. this, man. Yeah, I, Your I, spirit I, energizes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, baby. That being said, what's in uh, what's in the works, man? We we waiting for the next book to come out. You know what I'm saying? We waiting for Discovery Leadership Two. You know what I'm saying? Discovery and more leadership. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm actually thinking about it, man. But, uh, you know, I'm really uh, pursuing my uh, public speaking is my focus this year, man. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, really trying to, to focus on that, man. Because, uh, I, like I said, I 
took a week off from the grind, man, and I ain't worried about my business. I'm just trying to get through everything. And I had to take a week off to really refocus. Mm. And I mean, I reached out to some really good people that I've met and man, I, and you know, and, and good things happen immediately. They're like, Hey man, I got you what you need. And one guy's like, Hey man, I got a speaking gig for you right now. And I'm like, what? Oh shoot. Okay. Wow. So, uh, you know, so I'm trying to really perfect that craft this year. I really want to invest in myself and build that that platform uh, for all of us, really, because I want all of us to be able to do that, to share that speaking platform together and grow something bigger, you know, because um, there's this, there's this, this, this um, project that they did, right? It's this um, test they did. Um, and it really prompted me to really be believing what I'm trying to do. And same thing y'all are doing with, with Tenant Reality, right? Is that there was this experiment by a guy named Dr. Richter and it's called the Hope Experiment. Mm. And, um, Basically, what they did is they dropped some rats into some water, and um, and it was like a clear case. And what the rats would do is they'd swim, drop to the bottom, realize they see the bottom, then they come back up, and then they'd only they die like fifteen minutes later. So they did this with a bunch of rats, and everybody was kind of shocked because you know rats can survive through anything. They're tough little things, you know what I'm saying? So they got a new wave of rats, and what they did is they they started dropping them in there, and then right when they got lost hope, they would uh, grab them, dry them off, hold them to the heart rate drop, drop them down there again. And then they wait, they did it again. Once they, they did it a second time, they pulled them back up, calmed them down, let them go. And then the third time, they just let them go. And so those rats were from lasting 15 to 20 minutes in there. One of the rats going 72 straight hours swimming in that same wow. pool that, that everybody dropped that died in and people were like oh it's because of hope and it's not hope hope fades man hope's an emotion hope mm. is not a plan it was Come belief mm. it was belief they mm. believe that they can make it they can believe they can survive and that's what you have to do like we have to tell ourselves we got to believe in what we do and we can do it like it goes back to what you said uh spikes is limitless but we got to have this unreasonable belief in ourselves, right? People don't understand, like, how are you so, you've got to, because nobody, it's not, it's not meant for nobody else to. Mm -hmm. You've got to believe in yourself. You just got to have this unrelenting, unrelentless, maniacal belief in yourself. And you can, you can achieve the impossible. Mm. I mean, dude, these dudes went 15 minutes on this whole first batch of rats. Next rats went from anywhere from 55 hours to 72 hours, straight swimming. That's powerful, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, I, I, I wouldn't, I've been writing my second book uh, here recently and I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a chapter called quitting right now. Right. And um, I was writing about two days ago and, and I'm, I'm flowing and right. And then I get to this point where I'm talking about um, quitting and how it relates to outside energy. Right. Um, and mm -hmm. so to, to your point, um, that outside energy of giving that, that rat, that focus, that opportunity to say, Hey, I, I got out of this. I'll get out of it again. You know what I mean? But yes. when, what, what I'm writing about is like, um, it goes both ways. Outside energy can fuel you. It can give you hope. It can give you belief. It can, it can get you to your next milestone. And it also can cut you, cut your legs off. 
You know what I mean? Or it could put you on a treadmill, have you moving, but you're not going nowhere. You know what I mean? I'm so I'm drawing that correlation, man. And so I, I appreciate you giving me those tidbits because you might see something like that. <laughs> hey, no <laughs> doubt, man. In the next book. <laughs> Dude, man, like, because, I mean, that's what it's about, man. It's all about that belief, man. And to your point, it could be the wrong way, but if it's control, it's just like fear. If you control fear, it's so powerful. Ooh, come on. Right? It's so powerful. But, you know, we, we tend, if we focus that fear in the right direction, it stimulates a positive behavior. You see what I'm saying? Now, if we take that fear and we take it and we're negative about it, it stimulates a negative behavior, right? Then we start doing the, again, the, the housewife stuff, Woe is me, why that it's it's a it's a choice. We get mm-hmm. to choose how our internal focus goes, right? We choose what outcome we want and where our, and then from that choice, right, that vision that we have, it then triggers a focus for us and, and a passion. Either we're passionately gonna be in fear and we're gonna go the wrong way with that, or we're passionately in fear and we're gonna say, you know what, I'm good, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's gonna cause me to do a good behavior. It just depends on us, man, and, and we have to have that belief in ourselves to, to do that, and and you know to to listen to some of these great people do some some of these accomplishments, right? Because mm. like listening to David Goggins, listen to all these other famous people just do these things. I've been reading about. I'm like, God, dang, what is that? What am I been doing in my life? <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. But, you know? Because I'm like, dude. Because I'm like these guys, and, and and what it does going back to your 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 first statement. Is man, these guys, even though they're not speaking directly to me, their story spoke directly to me. Mm-hmm. And and I wake up every day like, nah, they ain't gonna be talking bad about me today, you know. And and I'm thinking Davis for to come knock on my door and say, hey, mother, are you getting up stay or what? Hard. <laughs> you know, yeah, you better stay hard, you know. Because one of the other things he talked about, and it was super powerful. I shared this with my team. I did this with my team. So I'm gonna tell you what I did with my team. I listened to all their complaints. And he did this to a friend of his, right? He recorded it. So I, re- so I recorded all their complaints. Everything they text, text me, called me, said to me, I recorded it. And I made some music behind it. I made it a mixtape. <laughs> so I played that on the TV and I said, how do y'all think y'all sound? And the mouth just dropped. Wow. Just dropped. Like, that's me? Yeah, that's you. That's you. And you know who cares? Nobody. Mm. nobody cares because I don't care when you're talking to me this I'm like what's, my thing is what's the, what's the solution yeah. I'm not woe is me let's get to the solution my job as a coach is to push you yeah. not to, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be your, 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 your rescuer and say hey man I'm coming to save you nah I'm going to help you get through it because once you because here's the key thing that people don't understand I told my team this up you have to go through the war right mm-hmm the war, W-A-R, you have to go through the war. You have to endure that war because that's where we figure out who we are. Yes. We, everybody wants it to be tailor-made and given to us. That's that's great. Don't get me wrong. If I get a million dollars, a billion dollars, and be happy, yeah, would I like that? Absolutely. But for all of us, our grit going through this war makes us appreciate the reward, right? And there's no reward without war in there, baby. Mm. R-E slash W-A-R. Come on. Dash D, right? No you got to go through war. the war. You got to go through that war, baby, to get that reward, baby. And you you two know it best. You got to go through that war to get the reward, baby. You can't cheat it on the battlefield. Walk that right? road, so. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, dude, I've been shaking my head for like oh my five God. minutes. Like, yeah. Bruh, come on, man. You better yeah, you talk to me. 
Jeremy, I commend you for realizing that you needed to maybe add a remote Avenger. You know what I'm saying? Mm. David yes. is somebody that could motivate you, so you added him to your team of Avengers. You know what I mean? Yes, man. I love that you said that. Yes. Yeah. Bro. Yes. So even if you're surrounded by people that don't fulfill that need for you, you can you can you can find other Avengers out here. Yes, sir. Other team members that don't even know they own the team. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. And that's what we're doing now. Through this mm-hmm. podcast, that's what we're doing. Same thing. We're giving that same energy to other people, man. Like they they need that same energy. They need that same pep talk, that rah-rah, like, dude, you gotta get up, man. You gotta go. Yeah. Because that's what it is, man. And 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 I love and I love it. And I love like this is what what people forget is what we do, what y'all are doing, what we're doing, this podcast, teaching and helping people, man. That's art, man. It's a different form of art. Just like your son is trying to be you know, get his rap, get his good. That's an art, right? It is, yeah. And when you're passionate about that art, man, like, oh, that's the most intoxicating, addicting thing ever. Mm. But you got to find that passion for it, though. You got to find that it about it that makes you go crazy and maniacal yeah. about it. And that's, you know, because you got to be, people got to, one thing I hate when people say is, like, uh, let's be realistic. That is kind of be the most <laughs> ignorant comment you can ever say. Because when you say that, you have put the you put the cap on the on the lid on your jar already. You're not going mm. any better. You've already put the lid on. If I'm being realistic, I've already failed. Because I don't want oh. you to be realistic. I want you to be freaking phenomenal. Uh, yeah. I want you to be as unrealistic as possible. Off the charts. <laughs> yeah. Off the charts. Because you're going to believe that. You're going to work three, four times harder than that person that's just trying being to be realistic. realistic. Yep. Yeah. Don't forget yep. that, man. No. You got to believe in that. And, and I think... The thing that I love about hustlers, man, is they believe in what they do and they hustle hard. And they they have this mm-hmm. belief, right? And we just like we. I remember growing up, man. I used to see all these people hustling. And I was like, man, dude, what the heck are you doing? But they believe in themselves harder than I believe in myself, mm-hmm. right? I was trying to fit in somebody else's world, trying to think I knew what I was doing. I didn't know what the heck I was doing, and I didn't believe anything into anything that hard yet. These guys at early age learned how to hustle and believe in something. So no matter what they did afterwards, whether they're successful or not, they already accomplished more than I'd say 70% of people in the world going to do because they ain't going to try nothing. At least they tried. Yeah. Right? They tried to be great at something. They had a belief in something that was so powerful that made them better. The three of us have a belief in this podcast. Tenant reality is going to be something better, right? And we're not we're unreasonable about that. I, I, I if you were ever reasonable and said, "Hey, man, this is the best we can do," I'd be. I mean, I'm like, "What? What are you talking about?" Come right? On. But that that unreasonable, right? You hear that word. You hear that word from the, from the elites. Unreasonable, right? Is that there's a there's a is a book called Unreasonable Hospitality, because these chefs went to uh, they were super proud of what they did. Um, they cooked really well, had a good menu, and they went to this top fifty company in the world. Uh, uh, ceremony in the world where the top 50 chefs got there. And they thought, hey, we're going to be like 34, 38. Um, and they started the announcement. They said, man, number 50, and it was them. And they were mortified. Right? And they tried to figure out what can they do to be better. And what they realized is all the greats were unreasonable about something. Mm. Whether it was their innovation, whether it was their techniques, 
They took risk, but they just believed in it so hard and they perfected their craft so well that they delivered big time. And their focus was on hospitality. They said, we're going to be unreasonably hospitable. That's our goal. And that's what I, that's what we're going to do. We're going to be unreasonably hospitable on this, on this, on this podcast, but we're also going to be unreasonably great and, and real. Let's that's go. what's going to separate us. Let's go, man. That's it. Bro. That's it. Hey, you, I, you talking to me right now. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't give a shit who listens to the show or not right now. You, you just gave me some juice, my guy. Straight up. 1,000, man. You just gave me some juice, man. Cause Look, my dad, when I was younger, my dad used to always say this, bro. He probably still said it now, but here we get drunk, start telling lies. But hey, he always said, I "Always, son." He said, "I'd rather you aim for the sky and miss than for you to aim for the mud and make it." And yeah. that's exactly what that is, man. You can shoot yes. for the stars and miss every single freaking star, but the point is that you reached. You know yes. what I mean? You can set the bar low and you can hit it all day long. You can be cons a consistent failure just because mm. you aim too low, man. Yes. I'll tell you. And while you're doing that, uh, and while you're doing that, you're going to be comparing yourselves to people that yeah. are failing with you and feel like you're yep. doing good. You can look to your left <laughs> or to your right. You can look at everybody else that's doing the same. They're aiming a little just like you. Be like, man, I'm all right. They're down here with me. Yes. Then, you know, come on, man. We talked about this, Rio. We talked mm. about this a couple shows ago. We were talking about where everybody got the same 24 hours. That's the beauty of life. Everybody got the same amount of time into the course of that day to do great and amazing and powerful things. The only thing separate the, the thing that's separating Kobe from from fucking Kwame Brown, you know, is he did something different within his 24 hours to be better. You yes. see what I'm saying? That's the key. Yes. That's yes. The key. What are you doing? in your 24 hours that's keeping you where you are versus yes. what are you doing in your 24 hours that that's going to elevate you and the people that you love and appreciate around you. That's a, it's a whole different ball game. It is. And the key is, and, 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 and you know, the key that people have, they skip is small goals mm. and people want to shoot. You want to shoot for the stars, but you have to have small goals to help you get to the stars. Right. Yep. And I'll give you two quick examples of that. And um, is is man when I was in, in high school, we used to play this team. Um, you know, you and you were in Colleen. I used to play Conference Cove Bulldogs. Oh, right, yeah, we yeah, smashed totally. you smashed them right. And I remember, man, uh, one year we played the the hardest schedule in the state of Texas that year. We played the hard, it was a ridiculous gauntlet, right? <laughs> we and, and Conference Cove played the easiest schedule ever. And I remember getting through the preseason. And we were beat up, man. We were hurt. We even lost some games. These jokers are riding high. Mm. And they went through that district and they rode through everybody. And we were like, what happened to these jokers? Wow. And they rode the same schedule again and won again. And 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 so what people forget is, man, the power of, and it's John Maxwell, um, mm. 21 Irrefutable Laws. Laws of Leadership, yep. Yes. Number 16. The big mm. mo, Come big on. momentum, and in life you got to get momentum, right? Mm. And you need some small goals to get to the big goal. We shoot for those big goals, and we don't have no small goals, we will fall. All right, that belief will go away. Mm -hmm. But if you have small goals, all of a sudden you start seeing and staying. You start exaggerating how good you are. You like, yep. God dang, I'm good, bikes. I'm Come good, on. Rio. And then all of a sudden, 
you conquering stuff. And when you run into a problem, you're like, man, I got that problem. Shoot, I ain't got nothing to worry about. Because you exaggerate how good you are. And then people exaggerate how good you are because you're rolling, yep. right? And so that's what it, the belief is all about. And that's what the power of momentum is all about. But you have to have the belief to get the small goals together to gain the, the momentum. But once you get Mo going, baby, it mm. goes. It goes, it baby. It also reminds you how small your problems are. Yeah. It does. It does. It will perfectly said, man. It reminds you how small, because you say, God dang, I'm good, man. Because then you magnify all the good stuff going on. Yeah. And then you look to the right and you're like, ah, oh, why was I worried about that? Nah, let's roll. Let's roll. Come on, man. I, I, I tell you what, that book, man, I think I was a private or a corporal, and I had a major put me onto that book years ago, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. And, man, it really, hey, that thing made my career, man. I was I was striding different. Like, I, yeah. I, I wanted to be in that space and be in that vein, man, as related to my killers, man, my Joes or what have you, man. So go ahead. You better have a staff sergeant ain't share that book with me. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, but because guess what? I ain't had a, I ain't had a shit with you, man. You was already feeding your, you was already feeding your soul with good content, man. You ain't never been no trash TV dude, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, a matter of fact, the book is, I'm looking at it right now. It's on my, my shelf right there, bro. That's crazy. But uh, yeah, that's man, yeah, stuff, that's man. good stuff. Nah, that's wonderful, man. That golly, dude, I'm telling you, you have really. You came in, you like shut it down tonight, man. I, I man, I appreciate it like wholeheartedly because even Rio always uses analogies like you know who fills your cup, and I and I feel like every time you come onto the show, you fill my cup, you fill my motivational cup, you fill Make my inspirational cup, my you know what I'm saying you got my cup running over, like go man. get that shit right now, man. You know go hit them hit them small strides, collect those receipts along the way. So when people question your stuff, you got receipts for your achievements and you hitting them like spades at the at the barbecue, like yak, yak, yak. Yeah, baby. That's how yeah. you hit them. It's man. like it's uh, this just hit me. It's like Pac-Man. Mm. You oh. collect the small goals to collect the power pellet. Mm. Yeah. You can't get to the power pellet without going through the small goal first. Yes, 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 yes. I like that, Rio. So grab you got the small to. goal before you can reach out for your power pellet. Yep. Yeah. And you start in the middle. <laughs> so you got to make a choice. Exactly. And then you got your ops. Your ops out there floating around with <laughs> the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> the ops trying to get you, man. Nah, come on, man. This show, yeah, this part, that. man, listen, I'm, I'm with it. I'm ready. Oh, y'all give me good vibes right now, man. I wish I could get y'all this feeling, bro. All I'm going to tell people is listen to this twice. Mm. Listen to this twice. Cause as as I've been listening to Jeremy, man, I'm just like, I'm gonna have to listen to it twice. Mm. I don't want to miss anything. Like he put out so many golden nuggets. Come on, man. I don't want to miss anything. Come on, man. Jay, tell them where they can get the book at, brother. Come on, talk to him real quick. You know, we on Amazon, baby. You know, you know, no, you know, former number one, you know, best selling author. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Try to be like my boy Pikes. No, you know, you got man. two two That's number one best selling authors, man. On the on I the think mic once today, baby. One, you never former. You know what I mean? Hey, 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 you there, baby. Hey, two of the best selling authors on the mic, baby. Man, look, I was trying to be like you when I grow up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, look, you, you already ahead of me. You going on book number two. I'm trying to figure out my life. You already on book number two. I'm only, I'm 25 pages in. I, I got to, again, I'm, I'm I'm in the process. 
Hey, 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 you've already started. Hey, you got momentum, baby. The big uh, mo. Ah, uh, I see what you did right there. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did, man. Speaking speaking of forward momentum, congratulations to Mr. Jeremy on his promotion. Come on. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we ain't gonna say what it is so people don't count your pockets, but <laughs> you know, my man made oh, y'all here. Congrats, sir. Congrats, man. I appreciate that, man. You know, I definitely do. It's it's definitely a blessing, man. And uh it's been a stressor, but it's been a blessing. And uh yeah. you know, it's renewed my 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 spirit, man, to to help people, man. Like sometimes we forget, you know, where like man, what, what our calling is sometimes, right? Like we forget on, what man. we're called to do. Mm. And uh and man, you know, when you in your call, when you just have people feel like like the greatest feeling in the world, right? And and my that's why I love the word discovery is to help people discover mm. what they couldn't get, right? And I, I set my team on some small goals, right? And, and don't get me wrong, I came in like 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 Staff Sergeant Fikes and Rio, baby. I came in tough, <laughs> right? But before I came in tough, I said, "Hey, this is where you should be at." Yeah. Right. And then, um, you know, um, as the Memphis Grizzly said, "I don't bluff." I told him, "I don't bluff, baby." And I came at them with some hammers to make them understand. I had to break them down to have, hey, this is where you got to get. Mm-hmm. And once we started winning, man, the greatest feeling in the world, because once they start winning, they get that momentum, they start seeing stuff that they've never seen before, they, they fully buy in. Like, that's what inspiration does. Yeah, yeah. Because now they're inspired by me. Not They're not loyal to me because they because I'm just a good guy. You know, we would stake leadership. We would stake all this stuff, this mentor stuff that we do. We mistake it for just being the most popular guy, but it's not about being popularity. It's about, man, what you can do to somebody internally, mm-hmm. how you can make them feel and want to gravitate to you, right? Like, 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 like Rio said, man, I got dang, um, Goggins has me gravitating and moving differently mm-hmm. because of his words, his story is so powerful to me. I'm like, God dang, dude, that's what's up. And when you can inspire people to do better, man, like that's it. That's the number one thing we're supposed to do in life is, is, it's to be the salt for everybody else, right? To make them want to taste what we do. Yep. And when we walk right, we can lead right, we can inspire right, and we can bring in so many people, right? We are a diverse group of, of, of men on this mic. And they need to see that, right? Mm-hmm. People love to see that. Man, when I was teaching um, 13 years ago, I'll never forget this. i never for the, for the rest of my life will ever forget how big representation was, right? Because this is me being a young, naive black guy, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't really know. I grew up in military town. I diversity was what we did, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I left, came back, and then I was teaching and I taught, man, I taught English and I was teaching this, a- this AP class. Hardest crap for me to teach, but I studied, did all this stuff. And the fact that we had I was a black man teaching English, my my principal pulled me aside and she said, Hey, I want you to see these numbers so you understand how much representation matters. Wow. And she showed me that not just only my black kids, not just my black kids, every demographic in my classroom increased at least minimum five to 10% from prior, from any other scores they had prior to that. Wow. That's what we do. And it's not because I was just the nicest teacher in the world. I was hard, but I inspired those kids because I love teaching. Mm. When we have a passion for teaching and, and inspiring and being right for people, man, there's nothing greater than that 
And when people feel that, like you can't take that that feeling away because they're like, God dang, I, that guy is legit. Yeah, yeah. You know when they're genuine. And I cared about them kids like they're my kids. And and I care about people like they're my family because I want to make you feel feel how I feel. Like I love winning. It's the most intoxicating drug in the world is victory. Yep. Yep. Right? Now, I will be honest, there's a blur, there's a line you gotta you gotta toe there. Because sometimes, and, I, and I'm, I'm the victim of this, let me be brutally honest here, being truly vulnerable, is that sometimes it's so intoxicating it becomes on the dark, right? Because I want mm-hmm. to prove to people how good I was. First black rod in my company, right? And, and, and I knew I came from, I did a different path than everybody else. I felt like everybody was against me. Were they? Possibly. But it didn't matter. In my head, I was like, F them all. I'm going mm-hmm. to show them all. And that's when it's, I still want to help everybody, but I was maniacal in the wrong way. <laughs> and I, mean, I, drove, I drove a little hard, right? And so it's got to stay pure yeah. in what you do if you truly want to, to help people get to the, right, to, to, to the destination you perceive for them. Man, that's one of um, the... Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Rio. No, go ahead. I have a question. After you. Oh, I, I was going to say, I was going to uh, throw two cents in the bucket real quick. It's like, one of the most important investments that you could ever make in life is investing in people. Like yes. it, it will pay you back. And that's not even the point of investing in people, right? Like it just, the, the point of investing in people on behalf of the greater good, you're going to make a community better. You're going to make that individual's life better. You know what I'm saying? And even if you find yourself in a dark place, if you invest in people along your way, along your journey, and they see you down, they're going to turn around and invest back in you because they know where you brought them from. That's an investment. But if you shit on people and you shit on people and then you down, they might kick you, bro. They might, they might just push you on in the dirt while you down, man. But investing in people along your journey, along the path, inspiring them, coaching, molding and mentoring them to be better, to be great, to be the best versions of themselves that they can possibly be, man, there's nothing greater than that, bro. What you got? No. Um, you know, we all pray for elevation in our jobs, in our family life, and all that. We all lead groups, all three of us. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you guys, in asking for the elevation, how hard was it to elevate yourself from the group of peers you were once part of into mm-hmm. what you are now? Yeah, that's, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's hard, man. It, it, it's hard. It, it's not for the, I tell people, you know, it's not for the, for the, for the faint of heart because, you know, mentally, you know, if you are, a true professional and you want to do your job really well you are competing with yourself no matter what you say because you are on a mission to prove and validate you belong not to other people first but really to yourself exactly and mm-hmm. and so the hardest part is is making yourself come to peace with saying you belong here and 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 i think the hardest struggle is getting elevated to your peers is, is, is finding that you belong and mm-hmm. finding your voice and, and finding that peace that, yeah, you're good. You're good because the struggle isn't necessarily with your people, it's with you mm-hmm. <laughs> most of the time. Because the moment you let that down, everybody kind of looks a little different 
uh, that tent looks different, you know, for your reality. You know what I'm saying? And so it's tough, though. It is tough, though, to do that. And and it, it's not for the faint of heart. And I tell people that all the time. Like, I, the one thing that a good leader always does is he makes people see that how hard the job is. Mm-hmm. I'm very transparent with that. I don't ever tell you, oh, man, you built for this. It's good. Now, I'm going to tell you, man, it's a hard job. But I'm going to tell you straight up, this is my routine looks like and yeah. all that. And and sometimes your peers don't want to tell you they they don't want to tell you that because they want to see you suffer, mm-hmm. right? And and then your pride is like you ain't gonna see me suffer, god dang it! In your head you're suffering, but but, but I ain't gonna let you see me suffer, man. Like I'm gonna call Rio. I ain't gonna tell nobody my job I'm struggling, but I got dang it, I'm gonna tell Rio, man. This is is rough, right? And so I think that that ego, that pride, and that fear, all three of those emotions, when you get ascended amongst your colleagues is what you feel when you go through that until you conquer those three it's going to be a struggle for you until you get over yourself and that's where you i say mm. you gotta stop sleeping on yourself right don't sleep on yourself and, and just give yourself credit and get past those anxieties right like you got that feeling and it because here's the reality people can say i got this promotion for whatever it doesn't matter it's just my job to prove why i belong here that's it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, and if I if I'm do what I do best, I, I ain't got to prove nothing. I just got to do what I do, mm-hmm. and I just got to get to that point, not worried about everything else. But it, it's tough though, because every everybody naturally is insecure, unless you're just a, a flat out dog. Because you're like, man, <laughs> do I belong? Do I, you know, like I, you, you you question yourself, like, do I belong here? And uh, and I think once you get past those three those three things, you're fine. What what's the word for that? Is it a uh, imposter syndrome or something like? Yes. That? Like yeah, the, imposter syndrome. Imposter yep. syndrome. Yeah. You know, yep. I, I would say this to that though. To your point, to your question, Rio is like the army. I think prepares you for that probably better than any other organizations I can think of because it's it's a it's a cutoff score for 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 young leaders. It's hey, mm-hmm. you achieved a minimum amount of points. Now that same guys that you used to smoke and joke at the barracks week night is your op- your your job to lead them, to coach, mold, and mentor, and inspire them. Sometimes, if you're lucky, they'll move you to another squad or another platoon, but that doesn't always happen. And so, what I found is back to our our previous segment, we were talking about investing in people. If you are, like you say, true to who you are, and you investing in people along the way, once you elevate, once you get that next level of leadership. And then now you've been elevated amongst your peers. Those who rocking with you, they understand that, hey, okay, we used to smoke, joke, and this, that, and the third. Now he's here. And I respect my brother for that because he worked his ass off. We achieved together. He made it before I did. However, I'm going to support him and, 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 you know, tenfold or whatever. I think the Army does a great job in doing that. I know uh, to Jay's point, the corporate sector is a little bit different, <laughs> you know. It's a probably you probably got some head hunters out there, you know what I'm saying? But I, I think that's yeah. one of the points uh, that military service has gotten right uh, in, in terms of development. So, like myself, I'm the youngest guy in the entire department, right? But I'm in charge of the team. You know what I mean? So my guys who've been there 16, 18 years, you know, I, I look to these guys on a daily basis because I respect, you know, there's no substitute for experience. And I right. respect their experience. And so, um, and that is given back to me because they understand, hey, this guy is in charge now. I'm going to fully support him because I know he got my back and I'm going to have his. If the, if the roles were reversed, 
I'm gonna be a dog for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride for you, dog, because that's what we do. That's how we get down. That's that respect, and that it's easier for me because I'm working with other veterans. You know what I mean? I'm, other military retirees. We already know the game. We know how this works. <laughs> there is mm-hmm. no, you know what I mean? But so, and that's just a different uh, point of view. I wanted to add to that to that question, Rio. You know, I think the military. It, you have more people that could be in the position. Mm-hmm. Like there's a bunch of sergeant majors. You know what I'm saying? Like it might not get cutthroat till you got to be command sergeant major. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In, in a civilian world, it's okay. I made it to ROD, but the level above me is only one, and it's six of us trying to get to that position. Yeah, so it's yeah. a little more cutthroat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that's that's where the investment you made into other others pay off. Yep. Cause you can say, not only did I get here, but look who I elevated along my path mm-hmm. to come with me. You know what I'm saying? Like in NFL, they always look at your coaching tree. Mm. Yes. You, you, yeah. You a head coach, but who did you bring up with you to become head coaches and be successful at doing mm-hmm. something? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those who have the stronger coaching tree get elevated higher. On That's true. Lives. That's true. Those are facts. Those are facts. I like that. That was coaching clean. Tree, that was clean. Work on your coaching tree. That's it. <laughs> build, build your coaching yeah, tree. Yeah, come on, man. All right, that that's that's powerful, man. Look, we 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 have delivered uh, a, a a melting pot of jewels this evening, man, and so. Uh, in doing so, um, I feel that we should go ahead and transition the show right here, right now, because this is a lot. We can go on for days and talk about this, man. We got to get old Mr. Jeremy Mays back on the show to finish this conversation, bro, because there's so many different avenues and so many different nuances in, in terms of leadership, investing in people and elevating and feeding your, feeding your mental and so on and so forth, man. So we definitely want to get you back on, brother, to finish the conversation and, and coach, continue to coach mode and mentor the people. Hold on. No doubt, baby. No doubt. There, there, the the title of your book is perfect. Discovery Leadership. Because you never discover the perfect way to lead. Mm. You're always mm. discovering new ways to See? lead. He would just keep the show going like that. We nah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Hey, the, I just, it hit know? me. It just hit me. That's the perfect title, Discovery Leadership. Nah, because you're you know always that? seeking that next thing to help motivate your team. Come on. So you always yeah. try to discover something new. That's yeah, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because that's exactly what I told my team. I said, hey, man, every I got to switch my style every time. Mm. Yep. Because if I hit you the same way, I'm not growing. Mm. Right? And so... Uh, you know, there's a uh, one of my sales managers, he said, man, and I, I love it. He said, same race, different pace, Ooh, right? Well, same race, different pace. We're going to – same thing, right? Basics, all that, but we're going to do it differently. I'm going to hit you at a different pace and some different angles, man. So, yeah, you're spot on, Rio. Spot on, baby. You can coast in the corners, but we're going to sprint them straight away. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't like Ooh. this dude. I don't like this dude. I'm just because he know I because he know I want to keep talking right now. Come on, man, we can break yeah, it up wanna, into two parts. 
I want to keep talking, man. Nah, man, we can't. Man, I'm just saying, bro. It's um, yeah, one thousand percent, man. And I always likened uh, leadership to, uh, especially at my time, man. Even now, as as being a Swiss Army knife, bro. With some people, you you're gonna have to be a screwdriver with. They just need a little tweaking. You know what I mean? With some people, you're gonna have to be be a knife. You're gonna have to trim off that bad fat. With some yep. people, you're gonna have to be a hammer. You gotta you know tighten them up. You go. You know what I mean? It's just you gonna have to. And good leaders recognize when and where to apply different applications of that discovered leadership. You know what I mean? Come on, and, and I think, uh, you know, you can't always be a hammer because if you hammer, everything looks like a nail, right? And I, and yes. throughout the years of uh, military experience and even in the private sector for a little bit there, those who did that, it was always that you always get pushed back. It was like, because that person that you're trying to inspire to do the job at the highest of their ability, they don't need a hammer right then and there. You see what I'm saying? And so you have mm -hmm. to be a, a chameleon of sorts, man. You have to be the, the, the quintessential project manager when it comes to leadership. Not yes, only sir. that, but in the civilian world, if everything's a nail, you're going to lose some nails mm. because some nails don't need to be hammered. Nope. Some holding just you know fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Some, some you can just push yeah. into, into mm -hmm. place. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. like you said, you got to yeah. know what tool to use, man. You got to know what tool to yeah. use, bro. Fikes, I'm going to say one thing and we out. I promise. I'm just going to say one thing. Don't, hey, don't pull a Rio. Don't pull, <laughs> just, one, just one thing. But uh, did you see that video about uh, those guys in the barbershop talking about chess? Mm -mm. Ah, so, Send it to right? Me. So, what it talks about, it's super powerful. As he says, you know, because it goes along with what you and Rhea are talking about, is that you got to use different tools, right? And people try to use the same tools, um, just like they try to say, hey, you just got to play chess, uh -huh. right? You got to play chess. And so what he said, though, super powerful. He said, but life ain't chess. Ooh. He said, because in chess, you see the same everybody's pieces, number one. Mm -hmm. So I know what pieces you got, you know what pieces I got. Mm. Number two, I can see your moves, right? And so I can see what moves you're making before, while you're making them. Number three, there's no emotion, right? Mm. Life, life and leadership, you deal with emotion yep. all the time, right? And, and so when I thought about that, I was like, holy smokes. He's right. He's right. Is that we talk about playing chess all the time, but man, life's not, it's not chess. And then I spun that and I said, it is. Once you know the playing field you got, but you got to master that playing field. You got to discover mm. exactly what picture you're painting before you can play chess on that. Come on, man. And you got to know how your pieces move. And you got to know, it's and not you got to pieces move in the same direction. The Correct. Same and you, but you got to get to know them though. Right. Yeah. I got to, I got to use that. I got to use that soft mallet this time. I got to use that screwdriver yeah. here. You know, I got to sand this one, but that's how I get to know them on, before man. I can do anything else. So that's what it's about. So I'm done. I'm done. I'm dropping the mic on that. Okay. <laughs> Boy. Oh, I, I, man, that, yeah, I ain't gonna even comment on it because it, it can give us 15 more minutes. But, uh, bro, that's, that's heavy. I like that. I like that. You don't see everybody moves. You don't see everybody pieces, bro. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh. 
ladies and gentlemen, that's that's why this is called the Tinted Reality Show. You see what I'm saying? Because the, the Mr. Jeremy Mays is the reason for the season, man. That's what we doing over here. Come on, man. What you got no, for the baby. people, Rio? Let 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 let's let's the uh, before we go, like we always do, let's impart some uh, parting knowledge on our listeners, man. Those who stuck around and got to the the meat and potatoes of the show and got all this good wholesomeness, man. You got any? any we want to let Mister Jeremy Mays go first, or you want to go first, Rio? I think y'all might want to let me go last. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, we we always extend it to the guests. You got any? any Good, uh, powerful wisdom or quotes, anything you want to hit the people with, hit them with, Jay? There's so many in my head, but I'll keep it simple. You know, I'll tell you this. Whatever course you chart chart in life, right, Mm -hmm. Uh, whether you're trying to be a great, you know, uh, guitar player, trying to be a great, you know, know, soldier in the the Army, the, the best thing I can tell you is that victory loves preparation. So you cannot be victorious without good preparation, man. And oh, so no. uh, <laughs> uh, boy, that shit That shit smell like on, on. keep going. What, that you, is, what you man. doing? Talk your stuff, Sway. Yeah, man, but yeah, I mean that's what it is. People forget how, how important preparation is um to be successful in life and to keep up with our theme. And we talked about all the greats and stuff, man. The the preparation of these people put in there, these successful people put in a lot of work, like you said, Fikes, that they don't see. They put in the hours that you don't know about. You know, 5 a.m. is not just a Kobe thing. It's a successful leader thing. And that's what the guy from Nike said. He said every successful person, businessman he's known, mm-hmm. prepares like nobody's business. Come on. And the people that think, that they're talented and can wing stuff, right? Talent only gets you so far, right? It's the preparation and the way that you do it that will Come take on. you further than you believe, right? Because there's so many talented people out here. There's a lot. Of, there's people just as talented, not more talented than all of us on here. Come on. But the one thing that they will not do between the three of us, they will not outwork it. They will not outprepare the three of us. And that's what makes us money. That's why we're victorious in what we do. That's why we're so. That's why this tenant reality show is still rolling. Is because your preparation, mm. plus your discipline and your tenacity, has allowed us to get victory. Come on, I don't even want to talk after this dude. Like, how? Why we let him go first? I told you, Fikes. You have me. You caught me on a hot day, baby. I no, I got you, you sir. You no, I appreciate it, baby. I appreciate it. I will say this, and I keep it. Uh, in that same vein, I keep it in the same vein, Jay. I challenge each and every person on this on this podcast uh, that's listening to this podcast to wake up tomorrow morning or after you hear this show and get out there and I work somebody. Get out there and go hard within your 24 hours. Get out there and feed your mind, your body, your spirit, that good, wholesome content that it wants within that 24 hours. And the day after that, Get on the show, shoot us an email at tentorealityshow at gmail.com and tell us how you feel. Cause it's gonna feel different. It's gonna hit different. And you're gonna walk different, strike different, because you're gonna be different. That's what I'm saying. That's what we I saying. Stay. Come I on, Rio. I, I got a few different things now. Ah, uh, see, yeah. Get him with a real so why you got I'm, oh, I'm gonna go off each fight, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I used to rap, you had to rhyme off the last person's verse, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm gonna say. Don't be better than somebody. 
Be better than yourself. Be better tomorrow than you were today. Go ahead and start climbing that mountain. Showing that gradual improvement. And that's going to take you far. Mm. Like my man Jeremy said, preparation equals victory. Mm. Those who don't prepare come in with a false confidence. Mm. And like Mike Tyson said, once you hit him in the mouth, we'll see what happens. Ooh. But when you're prepared, you've already been prepared to hit, get hit. Come on. So it's not a big thing to me. And then, as far as what I wanted to say, an issue becomes a problem when you sit in it or run from it. Mm-hmm. But when you have unflinching belief in yourself, big. That issue never becomes a problem. Yes, sir. Because you're already walking in your victory towards it. Ooh, hit it with it, Rio. I see it, Rio. <laughs> <laughs> look, look fight, though, you don't say over there. Hey, look how I'm looking at him. Like, <laughs> hey, you, you, know, you, know, <laughs> you know how you be back home with somebody be like, girl. Attention <laughs> <laughs> reality show, everybody, man. Attention reality show. Get us on Spotify, Stitcher, All Heart Radio, Pod, Bean, Pod, Apple Podcasts, any and everywhere you get your podcasts. I am so elated to share these airwaves with these wonderful, impressive, intelligent, mind blowing dudes right now. Y'all, y'all don't even know, man. Oh, uh, you talking about feeding your mind, body, and spirit. They did that for me tonight, man. I hope they did the same for you. What you got, real? Someone your tongue. I see you looking at the sideways. What you got? Nah, man. I just really <laughs> appreciate my brother Jeremy coming in and just filling my filling my jug. I don't even carry a cup no more. I mean, I I'm surrounded by people that fill my cup, so I need a little bit more. I'm going to come on, man. I'm just carrying a jug around here. I just want to give you a clap, man, for thanks for coming to me. Come on, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Upgraded, baby. This upgrade is great, man. Hey, this is, hey. I love being with y'all, man. Hey, that damn clap sound like Beyonce on stage. Come boy. on, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> have me cheesing over here. Like, thank Come you, Rio. Thank you, Rio. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all already yeah, you know what it is. You know my cup up, baby. You know. Uh, got me blushing up over here, man. You know what I'm saying? Dark skin brother blushing up in here, man. Come on, man. Nah, we, we, can't, we can't let this be uh, too long next time before we do this again. You know what I mean? We uh yeah. and, and, and we talked before the show, Jay. You know, again, we 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 revamping the show. We bringing in more quality content, more quality guests, man. And try to feed the people who actually, if it's one person that takes the time to listen to the Tension Reality Show, we want to feed that person. And that's 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 our goal uh, here in 2023. And you, my friend, you are the first guest in 2023, and we definitely definitely got that about you this evening, man. So we love you. We appreciate your brother. And thanks again, man. Thank you, man. Love y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. All right, brother. You drive safe, and I end this right yes, here. Sir. You stay on, Jay, if you want, real quick. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, in the meantime, in between time, live, love, life, y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Tented Reality Show. If you like what you heard from us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, 
Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, or just say, hey, Alexa, play Tinted Reality Show. We appreciate you all. Peace.